Women as One promotes talent in medicine by bringing the unique talents of women to the forefront. We believe that, as one, women can use their collective voice to change the landscape of medicine. My name is Kathy John. I am an interventional cardiologist, and I am currently a medical director at Abiumed. And Abiumed is the company that makes the Impella heart pump. I had vague memories wanting to be an astronaut at one point, and then after that, it was a marine biologist, and after that, it was always medicine. And I think it's because we had so many physicians in the family. So my uncle was an OB, my cousin was an ophthalmologist, my dad is a family practitioner, and of course, like, I'm a product of Asian parents, right, so the tiger moms, and so forget about marine biologists, maybe astronaut, but your likelihood of that is pretty darn low, so it's got to be either law or medicine. That was the Asian rhetoric back in the day, and probably still is to some extent, I would imagine. So it almost feels like my path was always in that direction. And it's funny, on the medicine train, medicine is the kind of train where when you get on, and folks who are practicing will know this, that it's a one-way fast track, and it just feels like there's really no place to get off, honestly. I'm not a patient person, (laughs) and it's funny because I like the intellectual aspects of EP. I liked trying to figure out the EKGs and the rhythms and this and that, but when it came to the procedural part of it, I wasn't good at, you know, because it takes a lot of patience, the mapping and all these ablations. I just wasn't as patient, and I needed that instant gratification. And, And so from the interventionalist side, it was immediate gratification. You know, someone comes in with a heart attack or they're crumping, and you open their vessel up, and all of a sudden, and they feel good and they're just sitting there chatting. It's, it's a bizarre experience, but I loved it. From a technical standpoint, good with my hands. And it, you know, it was funny. It was for me, it, it just seemed the right thing to do because I would fall asleep in the echo lab. I wasn't patient enough for EB. So I just kind of landed in the interventional world. And it, it's a funny thing just because there aren't many females that go into interventional, you know, and the same was true at that time. I was lucky enough to have a few mentors. I trained at general cardiology at Boston Medical Center. So Alice Jacobs was the director of the cath lab at that time. And there was an interventionist by the name of Jane Leopold who was there. And then I was fortunate enough to go to Brigham and Women's for interventional. And at the time, Laura Mori was there. Jane Leopold had actually moved from Boston Medical Center to the Brigham. And so, you know, I was lucky enough to have a female who were mentors that I could look up to and who told me I can do it. Because at that time, there weren't many females going into it. After fellowship, I went to private practice for a year, and I was miserable uh, because, you know, in private practice, you're alone. You're kind of hopping from hospital to hospital, doing your own thing, eat what you kill. And I didn't feel like, you know, as someone who had just come out of fellowship, and it's an interesting thing. It's just more common with females than with males, maybe. I feel like females need to feel like they are perfect, meaning that they have to feel like they really are expert at what they're doing to be able to do it on their own. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe it's neither. But I felt like as my first year out, I just needed mentorship. I felt like I needed to know I wasn't doing something wrong. And so that first year, I just wasn't happy. I didn't have people I could 
really call a mentor. I, I didn't have kind of that intellectual stimulant because a lot of it is just bouncing cases off each other, you know, that learning piece of it. What do you think about this? What would you do here? What about this? You know, just being able to bounce the ideas off and the cases off. I didn't have that in private practice. And so I was fortunate enough to have an opportunity at Leahy where it is much more of a kind of an academic type of institution where I could focus on just the interventional aspect and had folks who were older than me. They weren't women, but uh, that's okay. They were great at what they did and they were open to helping uh, me get better. And so that was a great place for me. I grew up there. They, I considered them my family. They were with me from the time I was single all the way to the time I was married and had my first kid. So, and it's funny in the interventional world, your Catholic does become your family because that's who you're with when everything's hitting the fan at 2 a.m. It's so funny how life works. Life never works the way you think it's going to work out. I certainly would have been the last person I ever would have thought who would have gone to industry because I, I will tell you historically I was notorious for being anti-industry and so how this transpired was I think a lot of females who have careers will relate to this. I didn't get married nor did I try to start a family until in my late 30s and because of that I actually had quite a hard time trying to create the family that we have today and so in that process I did go through some losses and struggles and really as that's happening you're all of a sudden like questioning what am I doing like all of a sudden it's almost like a midlife crisis like you start to question everything and we were fortunate enough to actually you know have the birth of our first son and at that time I started to think about what do I want to do now do I want to go back to the cath lab or do I want to go back to clinical medicine but not be in the cath and really just started to explore what my options were and it's funny because when you're on that fast train it doesn't feel like you have many options outside of medicine in a lot of ways you feel like you're pigeonholed and at the time I was friends with Dr. Seth Belazarian because he was a colleague of mine at Leahy and he had been hired at Abumed. I also was contacted by Dr. Dan Race kind of around the same time, who is also one of the senior directors here at Abiumed. And it was funny, that conversation, because I was just like, no way, there's no way I'm going to industry. And Seth was like, you know what, just come. And this was during my maternity leave, and Seth was like, just come, just come talk to us. You don't have to commit anything. Just hear what we're about. And it was interesting because, you know, during my history as an interventionist, there were only two companies I led into the lab. One was Abbott Vascular and the other was Abiumed. And, you know, when I think back to why that was, a lot of it was the fact that they weren't trying to sell me a device. I always felt like they were trying to help me. They were trying to educate me or teach me some of their technology. It was more about education as opposed to the selling aspect of it. And so when I came to Abiumed and actually spoke with the folks here and it was eye-opening to me to realize that, you know what, there's a company out there who feels like it's really committed to patients, who really, they really want to do the right thing and this is their mission and they really want to try to save lives. And this was also at a time, you have to understand where, you know, we didn't have Epic yet, Epic was coming. There were a lot of changes in healthcare going on at the time as well. We were given these real restrictions in terms of how we practice too. And so 
I felt like Abiumed was offering me an opportunity to explore just something different, but still along the similar path to be able to leverage my expertise in clinical cardiology, but at the same time, look to something different. And it was interesting when I came because I don't think I realized how much of a fishbowl I was in when I was practicing until I came to Abiumed. Because all of a sudden when I came to Abiumed, you have visibility not only to the rest of the country, but to the world and what people are doing and how folks are practicing. And not only that, you know, to be exposed to all these different kinds of minds and finance and policy and engineering, you know, and research and uh, clinical operations. There are just so many different facets that it, for me, it was really enlightening. It was exciting. And it felt like just a new chance to learn. So it was a different opportunity, kind of in the same space. I'll be honest, I struggled with this decision. My husband said, you know what, just renew your licenses before you quit and move on and um, try it for a year. If it doesn't work out, you're not happy, you can always go back to medicine. You can always go back. To, and that's, you know, that is the nice thing about medicine, right, is that it is secure. It's stable. It's just, and everyone's going to always need a cardiologist or a physician. And so just knowing that because I had the option of always going back, it made it easier to go forward and forward in a different direction. There are a lot of pros. I think one, the first thing that comes to mind is being able to interact with all these incredible minds, right? Like to have access to, so it's outside of just medicine, to be able to be stimulated intellectually in a multitude of different ways that you haven't been before. And kind of in the same vein, to have access to an executive level of knowledge, because at a hospital level, I really didn't in- interact with the executives or the hospital administration. I, in fact, did everything I could to avoid <laughs> hospital administration. I just wanted to practice medicine. Whereas here, to have that level of interaction, to see how a business is actually run, to try to learn those different aspects of a business as well, because you're having that level of interaction, to have the support of the executive team. I think that for me, that's been really important because we were able to uh, start a women's initiative here at Abiumed with the support of the executive team to really try to help support different initiatives around the country as it relates not just gender equality, but also, you know, not, not just with respect to physicians, but patients as well. And so that's something I definitely don't think I would have necessarily gotten the support for in a hospital just because I wasn't exposed to those people. I just wasn't exposed to those people on a daily basis. I miss the patients. I miss that interaction. I miss, you know, feeling that it's funny. You can have a terrible day and then you have that one patient where you were able to diagnose something that no one else could or you have that one patient that, you know, that you're able to save. And it makes all the difference in the world to have that. Again, it's that whole immediate gratification thing. I think in medicine, sometimes we're spoiled that way. So that part I do miss. It's funny, like coming to industry and listening to the medical directors who have been here a long time. You know, Dan Race had said to me, it's different in industry because you don't get that immediate gratification every day, but to just realize that you're making an impact on a more systematic level, on much bigger numbers in terms of scale, and that comes a lot later, as much later gratification as opposed to the immediate. And so, you know, yes, the the biggest downside for me is not being able to be in the trenches like that, because I do miss that. And on the flip side, those are the 
parts that are most gratifying as well. You know, when physicians do call me and say they need help or, hey, can I just run this by you? Because, you know, a lot of physicians are out there trying to do it on their own. And sometimes they just want, you know, someone to bounce something off of. You know, I think it's so personal. I really do. All I can say is, I think in medicine, we oftentimes feel like there's nothing else that we can do. And don't get me wrong. That is, you know, having been on the other side, it is the most privileged career you can have is in medicine. But that being said, you know, I do think physician burnout is real. I also think, you know, folks are looking to other, do other things as well. And, and that's okay. It's something that you're interested in. You should try it. Again, I would say for physicians, know that you always have a backup plan. You, you really do. Um, you can always go back to practice. But I think it's cool and exciting to try new things. And, you know, especially as physicians, just because we, I think we're just learners by nature. We like to learn. And, and industry does offer that to you. It offers you learnings that you're not going to necessarily get in medicine.